Hello everyone and welcome back to Living Life in My 30s. I'm Zoe and you're joining me for an episode today called Being Truly Independent. I've just come back from Germany where I went for five weeks. I went on my own and I was able to take charge of my choices, what I wanted to do and I wanted to share that with you and break some taboos and celebrate being truly independent. So please do join me today I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, please send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com, but otherwise, just listen away. joining me for this episode. This is such a celebratory episode called Being Truly Independent. And like I said in the initial intro, I wanted to do this because I have just had the most incredible time, five weeks in Germany on my own. I got to do it with work. I can do this thing called Take 20, where you can take 20 working days in a foreign country And because I am lucky to work with an international company, there are quite a few places I can go. And I really wanted to go back to my roots. I've already lived in Germany before. I studied the language. And I really wanted to go back there and just enjoy being somewhere I loved. And what made me want to do it on my own? A lot of people would say, why why would you go somewhere on your own to do something like that? And of course, there'll be the people who've actually traveled, who've actually done something like that previously, who will completely get it. But there are some people who will think I'm absolutely bonkers for going out on my own, not knowing anyone. People will ask the question, how did you fill your time? Weren't you lonely? And well, I'm here to tell you that absolutely not. It was absolutely incredible and I'm so happy to share my experience with you and encourage others to do the same if at all possible. But let's start this podcast episode with a sort of description. What What is independence? What is it? And this is where I wanted to initially start off by saying there is a difference between being single So being an individual, not in a relationship, with no ties, and being independent. You can be both at the same time. And some people might say, well, obviously. But actually, a lot of people who have a partner or have responsibility say, but I can't. I constantly have to think about X, Y, Z. And yes, I do understand that. But There are things that you can do or you can do even for selfish reasons that make you an independent person. So for me, being independent isn't just about selfishness in some ways, uh, doing what you want to do, but it's about being unafraid of being alone, being unafraid to do things that potentially someone else might not want to do with you. So 
when I was in Germany, I was there for a month, and I didn't really know people there, and I was able to take myself off for a glass of wine in the evening. I was in Cologne, and as you do, I went for a glass of wine on the Rhine and read a book. And ordinarily, in everyday society, if you see someone sat on their own, your automatic response is to go, how sad, why are they on their own? That looks really lonely. But for me, it was the most liberating thing, just sat there doing what I wanted, having no one to answer to. I didn't care that I wasn't chatting to anyone. I was just admiring the scenery. And because because I was on my own, I wanted to make the most of it. You know, I could have stayed inside and felt sorry for myself and felt sorry for myself that I had nothing to do. Or, on the contrary, I could have gone, I'm going to do this tonight because I can. And being on my own does not mean that I have to stop my plans. It does not mean that I have to think about what everyone else thinks when I'm doing it. And the other thing is, is... People kept on saying to me, because I got chatting with a few people while I was out there, they kept on saying how brave I was to be in another country on my own, doing these things, going up to people and chatting to people. But for me, it wasn't necessarily about, about being brave. I didn't feel brave. I just felt outgoing. I didn't really have anything to lose. And... An interesting question to pose to you guys listening is how influenced are you by what society says about, you know, not doing things on your own and looking at someone and saying, oh, that, you know, you shouldn't be doing that because, well, the ordinary thing is to actually be with someone else when you're doing it. Whereas for me, it was it was just a normal a normal thing to take charge of and I knew that would make me happy. It didn't matter whether I was on my own, it didn't matter if I was with someone, it was just a great feeling to be able to have the freedom of choice. So I found that funny, I found that funny that people kept on saying that I was brave. And the other thing is, is I was thinking about it as well, and I've t- touched upon societal constructs and, you know, the, how perception of someone being on their own looks. But why do we care? Why, why, why do we care about that? It seems so trivial, and we should stop thinking about what everyone else thinks and actually be selfish and do what we want to do. And... It was really, really nice and what gave me, you know, a real boost and actually one of the reasons I've done this episode and I realised how much I love doing this podcast is because I really took reins of what my ideas and what my goals are in the future and now and how I want to achieve them because there are people with a lot of responsibilities, there are people who can't take the independence to the extreme as I have done but that doesn't take away from the independence of mind right and bear with me so what I'm saying is despite you having those 
responsibilities, you can still have your own independence of mind of what you want to achieve and what you want to do, your goals, where your head is, your career plan, and that is completely individual. I think people get merged into another person's thoughts. The more entwined you are, whether you're married or you've got a child, you're automatically thinking with two brains. But actually what I want to say is don't forget that you are your individual person and that you are able to have and create these goals without them in mind. I mean, obviously you do have to, to some extent, think about them. But the even the little things, you know, if you want to bath that night or you want to go out that evening and you are able to get a babysitter, you know, instead of think, feeling guilty about it, if it can happen and, you know, you're taking responsibility in the right way, and that doesn't mean abandoning your child for a night, because actually your independence and your sanity is all interlinked with this train of thought about being, being your own person. You were born as your own person. You came out your mother's womb. And it's about celebrating that and keeping that throughout your life. Trying not to get too enveloped in the situation and the life that you've created. So I've talked about what independence is, what it is to me. But let's talk about the best bits and actually the bad bits as well. Because I think it's important to take a look at the balance because actually, you know, while, while I'm talking about this and while I talk about anything on my episodes, I want to have a balanced view on the good bits, the bad bits, and relay that to you guys. So the best thing that happened to me while I was out there was the fact that I made these incredible friends, met some really fantastic people. I ended up going on a night out that I wasn't planning on doing, as you do. And I was in Hamburg, and I was in a hostel, and I was going to stay in that night. But of course, I didn't. And I ended up going out with these amazing people who I got chatting with. And they ended up coming to see me in Berlin. And I cooked them dinner. It was a bit too spicy, the dinner, which was... Sorry, Jason. And I took them to this cool bar in Berlin, and we had really amazing evening. We got to know each other, and we, we just wouldn't have if, if I hadn't been on my own. I think what tends to happen, and I think a lot of people would agree with me, is if you're in a group of people, it's not often that you go up to another group of people or someone else on their own out of that network if you've arranged a night out with that group. And I think it's such a shame. I really do. I got to know these people and they were absolutely fab and they were a highlight of my trip. And I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't have, you know, spoken to these people, if I hadn't have been on my own and been in a vulnerable situation. And just to note that these people were also travelling on their own. So for them, it was really nice for them too, because they could make some friends and have some experiences. They could share that with people. 
and I could be a part of that. The other thing for me that I absolutely loved was I just enjoyed my own company. <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. That might sound so embarrassing. Uh, I might sound like such a loser, but I did. And I think the reason I did is because in, and you'll have heard previously on different episodes and things I talk about, I've had difficult relationships, I've had difficulties happen in my life, and actually, right now, I'm in a great space. And so to be with myself and with my own thoughts, and not be around toxic people, and not have anyone else to think about apart from myself, and actually think about my personal development, was an incredible place to be in. Has anyone actually just sat and thought, how often do you get time to reflect on you and your personality and your individual needs? It's not just about your goals and your career progression, but think about you as a person. Who are you? What are you looking forward to doing? What What do you enjoy? What do you really like? And... Um, the only way I think you can do that is actually having some time by yourself. Because if you think about it, when you're around people all the time, you are automatically influenced by your environment. So you're automatically influenced by your friends, the people you surround yourself with. And how often do you get a time out? A time out to really think about the person you are. And that was amazing for me. I mean, I don't think I really learned that much new. But I became more calm and it gave me a moment to sit back and just enjoy and think about what I like doing, what I want to be, what, who I am as a person. And I just don't get that opportunity in daily life. The other thing was which is obvious, is that I got to decide things for myself. So I got to do fun things by myself. Like, for example, I went out for dinner. I got to choose the food I wanted to choose. I went to the cinema. So I went to the cinema on my own and watched a film. I took myself to the theatre. I took myself on touristy things. And things like that, you you know, if you're with someone else, I'm a people pleaser. I'm very much a people pleaser. So if someone wants to do something, then I will happily go along with that. But for the first time in a very long time, I said, no, I am going to do this tonight because this is what I want to do. And that is quite a powerful position to be in. It's very liberating. It's great to just feel in control of your decision making for that day. And there were times where I just stayed in. There were times where I just couldn't be bothered to go out. But that was because of me and I made that choice and I said that's okay because I am comfortable making that decision without anyone else's input. <laughs> the the final thing that I really enjoyed about my trip and you know, being independent and not being around others was laughing at myself, 
laughing at myself. There are some embarrassing things I did, like falling over. I had a broken foot while I was away, and I think I fell over and embarrassed myself in front of a group of people. Um, something I want to forget, but luckily I can. I can, apart from I've told everyone now. But I can, because I did it in front of people I didn't know. I was on my own, and I could laugh about it, and actually reflect upon it and go, yeah, that was silly, but it's also not the end of the world. So, yeah, so there's, to me, there's a huge amount of positives that come from being independent. But on the flip side, so let's talk about the flip side, and doing things like this on your own is that, yes, and I think that this is probably the one that everyone would say about doing a trip like that and being truly independent is that definitely at times you can become lonely. It's a given that if you're on your own for a lengthy period and you're not as outgoing or things like that, then you can become lonely. And if you are more inclined to stay in, if you're not so sure about going out and can't force yourself into that position, then it can become a bit of a solitary environment. But what I would say to that is that there are multiple other ways of keeping communication. So, you know, for example, you can chat to people online. And so if you wanted to go you know, to a bar on your own or something like that. There's no harm in you just being on your phone if you wanted and having a glass of wine, doing the same thing I did. But if you were lacking that sort of needing of someone else there or the virtual having someone else there, you could be on your phone, you could have a phone call, um, do the same thing. But if it gives you that comfort of feeling like someone's there, then you can do that. To take it back again is being truly independent, is being comfortable in your own thoughts, so being comfortable on your own physically but also mentally. And so whilst that suggestion helps with sort of the physical aspects, it doesn't necessarily help with the mental. And so my suggestion or how can people encourage the comfortability with being in their own head how can how can they do that and I think it's a really hard question to answer even though <laughs> I've asked it myself but I think it comes from time I think it comes from how much you practice relaxation because in a stressful environment where you are surrounded by people all the time or you are doing lots of things and you're busy at work, you, taking that time to yourself is fewer and further between. And particularly if you've got commitments, if you have children, you're never on your own. So how do you take that time out and enjoy that time? There was a medica med medication, meditation class that I did, and that was in Berlin. And I would really recommend that to people. I thoroughly enjoy it as a method to help me relax. I have a really fast mind, 
really fast. I think all the time I overthink and it is a bit of a detriment to me. So I would recommend things like that, taking a bath. And these are all things that sound very basic, but if you can get to that place where you're happy to think in your own thoughts, then I think it's a hugely powerful place to be. Because if we're talking about the fundamentals of being comfortable on your own, think about how much value you as a whole individual person can have in a partnership. So this sort of feeds nicely on to what I want to talk about in terms of being independent as a good thing and bad thing in relationship. Because on the one hand, as I just mentioned, is that you as an independent soul and being able to be a whole person who's able to truly convey their self because they've had enough time with themselves to understand the way they work, the way you think, and the way you want to be and live your life. That you are able to be your true authentic self with someone else. However, my mum, so my mum was here yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and we got a takeaway and we were chatting about Germany. And she said, what does this mean for you and the partner you're looking for? Are you looking for someone to do these things with? So go on the trip to Germany for five weeks together. Or are you looking for someone to accept that you want to do things on your own? It's a good question, right? It's a good question. And... Um, for me, I actually want to continue doing these things on my own because I see myself as getting value out of me, myself, as a person when I do these things. And I come back, I think, a better person than I was because it gives me time to reflect. However, would your partner, would your partner be okay with you doing that, going off for a while needing some time out, um, you know, we're, it, we're talking about different things in terms of, you know, there's a difference between taking a time out for a, a day or two, and then there's also five weeks. But also, if you're not commuti communicating for a day or two, are you comfortable with that for the reason of independence? Is that a, lit a legitimate reason to be apart from someone? And I would say yes, but only on the terms of respect. So, you know, you still need to communicate, you still need to be very much present in other ways. Um, but having that moment of reflection and agreed between you two as a relationship deal almost is absolutely fine. But then you look at what I did and going away for a long period of time and saying, I need to be truly independent, I need to experience things on my own. Is that what a partnership is? I don't know. I don't really have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that. And I will be exploring this in my relationships moving forward and seeing how it works. Because ultimately, it's about compromise and what works for the both of you. But the point of this episode is 
seeing the value in doing that, seeing the value in being able to take that moment and actually hopefully having a partner who understands the value of someone figuring it out themselves and recollecting their thoughts. I think it's just so important and I can't understate how important it was for me. And the other thing to mention, so also a kind of negative I suppose, but then depending on how you look at it, is naturally when you become married or children, the less ability you do have to become independent or to take charge of that. That's not to say that I think it's a negative that people can't, that people have made those choices. I would encourage people to just embrace the moments of independence you can. So when your partner and your child are away, so if they're at nursery or at school and your partner is working, is just to take a time out for five minutes and think about yourself and your needs and what you want because it really does make a difference and I don't think people do it enough. So I really want to sort of summarise this episode. It's been a really special episode for me because I feel like a a rejuvenated woman. I feel amazing. I spoke to people I wouldn't have. I did things I wouldn't normally. I didn't feel lonely. I recollected my thoughts. And from an outsider's perspective, I may have looked like the biggest loser on the planet. I was at Oktoberfest and a lady actually rolled her eyes when I said I was on my own. Can I join her group for a drink? And she rolled her eyes at me and she looked at me like a piece of crap. And I thought, who is the sad one here? Who is the sad one here? Is it me for going up to people and taking charge of my independence? Or is it her for having the societal constructs of the fact that this person is on their own and therefore they must be a loser, they must be lonely. I want to break that taboo. People should do things, more things on their own and they should enjoy what they can do because we don't know when we won't be able to anymore. I'm going to end this episode on that thought. I hope you've enjoyed it today. If you do, then please do send me some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com. But otherwise, I'll see you next time.